Hello, everybody, and this is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on the TuneIn Radio app, SoundCloud, Speaker, and, of course, available for download on iTunes. Remember, you can get in contact with our show at richsportstalk at gmail.com or at Twitter at richsportstalk. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today. going to change it up on the episode today. We're going to talk a little bit about the XFL. We talked about this in our first podcast about how the league was coming back. But we're going to do a little fun segment today. And part of it's inspired by the XFL because on Twitter this week they were asking fans what cities they would like a franchise in. Now, the league's going to start in 2020. They've already said that they are looking for eight teams. So what I'm doing today is I'm doing my XFL city draft. These are eight cities that I'm picking for the XFL to have franchises in. Now, you can go a little bit either way with this list. I don't know how they're going to structure division. They could do a north and south division. However, keeping with traditional, we're going to do east and west. So keeping that in mind, did four teams on the east coast or in the eastern hemisphere and four on the west. There's a lot of parameters. Going to need stadium. Uh, that goes part into this equation. It goes into this. But also, uh, one big thing I tried to do was try to find cities where there wasn't a big NFL or college football presence because this is a new upstart league. You're trying to get a fan base in these cities. And I felt if you went to a big city with a big college presence, it would be very difficult to draw fans. And the same with an NFL team. There will be some exceptions to that rule. But let's get started with the XFL City Draft. And the first city for the XFL where they should put a franchise is the New York City, New Jersey area. Now, I know what you're saying with some of the parameters I said. Well, there's two NFL teams there. But there's two big reasons why the XFL needs a franchise in this location. Number one, it's the number one media market in the country and you need that. You need to own the number one media market or have at least a franchise in that media market. There are so many teams in that market that you're able to get into that niche. And more importantly, there are a bunch of stadiums. Now, in this list, I'm looking for stadiums that are more around the thirty to 40,000 range because this is an upstart league. So you probably don't want to get into an 80,000-seat stadium. I mean, they could use MetLife Stadium where the Giants and Jets play. But there's other possibilities. They could play at City Field possibly Yankee Stadium, or even the Red Bull Stadium in New Jersey. That's why I said the New York City, New Jersey area. Uh, there is multiple venues. It's the most condensed population in this country. You could also focus, they all did this a little bit the first time, was the New York, New Jersey hitmen. Uh, maybe focus a little bit more on the New Jersey demographic, give them their own team possibly, and it would still be in that New York area. But this is a big area. You need to be in that number one market in the country. Now, I made an exception with Los Angeles that will not be on this list because they're already struggling with the two NFL teams they put in there. Just putting an XFL team in Los Angeles doesn't make a lot of sense with the struggles that there have been just getting the NFL going in Los Angeles. But New York City, you need to have a franchise in the number one media market. There are a bunch of stadiums that they could put a team in. They could maybe focus a little bit on the New Jersey They could also maybe even put the franchise more on Long Island. Either way, there's still a lot of people there, a lot of eyeballs, and it's the number one media market. And also, keep this in mind, it will come up later in this list. It's close to the WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. I'm not exactly sure where the league offices are going to be for the XFL, but for the time being, it looks like they're going to be in Stamford, Connecticut. So keep that in mind later on in this list. The number two city would be San Francisco. 
or the Bay Area. This could be San Francisco and Oakland. Now, one of the reasons I said here was because this was one of the more popular franchises in the beginning with the XFL before. There's no NFL team specifically in San Francisco. Now, the 49ers are in the area, but now they're up further away. They're more closer to San Jose than San Francisco now with Levi Stadium. Keep this in mind, too. The Oakland Raiders are leaving for Las Vegas soon, so there could be an open. Now, there really isn't a lot of great stadium options, but there are stadium options. They could possibly play in the Oakland Coliseum, which even though it would be a bigger venue, will be vacant of a football team very soon with Oakland going to Las Vegas. I know it's not the most ideal situation. They could possibly find a soccer stadium there. But this gives them a big market on the West Coast, gives them an, a city that the XFL has had success in before. And more importantly, you've had San Francisco move out of the Bay Area, uh, making it a little bit more difficult to get to games. It's terms of convenience. In Oakland, San Francisco, these are going to be two teams, two cities, I mean, that you could look at the situation and go, well, San Francisco, the 49ers moved, made it harder to get to games there. Oakland's moving out to Las Vegas. So in terms of convenience for football fans, these are two big cities. In terms of convenience, this could be very good for the XFL, having a franchise right there, making it convenient for people in not only Oakland, but San Francisco to get to football games. Number three, St. Louis. Now, this is a big one because keep in mind, this is a fan base that is irate at the NFL and numbers have dropped in St. Louis because the team moved to Los Angeles. And part of that was because they actually had a stadium plan for the Rams. Now, there wouldn't be a brand new stadium for the XFL, but they could move into the Rams' old indoor building so they have a stadium ready to go. This could be a fan base that is looking to embrace a team any team at this point because they don't have football because there's no NFL and they were spurned by the NFL. Keep this in mind for later on this list. It's going to come up again, but St. Louis gives you a nice city in the middle of the country, big demographics, uh, only two professional sports in that town at the moment with the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals. It is a big baseball town, but this is also a city that loves its football. They support the Rams. And I think this could be a very good fit for the XFL. So with the first three cities, you get the number one media market in New York. You get a franchise in a major part of the West Coast with San Francisco, Oakland area. Now you get the middle of the country with St. Louis, which doesn't have an NFL team. Now keep this in mind. I'm trying to put teams in markets where fans want a team and also there isn't NFL competition because I think that would really help move this league forward. Speaking of that, number four on the list is San Antonio. Now, a lot of people might be saying, wait a minute, why San Antonio? This is a city that has been trying to lure the NFL for decades. They actually built the Alamo Dome, which has hosted a couple bowl games, to try to lure an NFL team there. It hasn't worked. This was a site, too, where the Raiders actually considered moving here before Las Vegas came up. So this is an area where the NFL has kicked the tires on, and it's an area where you look at Texas. Texas is a huge state for football. It's practically a religion. This gets you a team in Texas. And we're going to talk about this a little bit too later. But one thing this league is going to have to do is find ways to get players. And one of the reasons you would want to have a team in Texas is it's such a big pipeline state. There's so many great prospects and so many colleges and universities from the major Division One to even smaller Division One and even high-end Division Two where you can get prospects. So this could be a good recruiting base to have a team 
in such a rich market with young talent that you're trying to get into this league. Get you a team in the Southern market. Uh, this, is once again, has been a city where the NFL is considered, but still doesn't have a professional team. They have a stadium ready to go. San Antonio makes a lot of sense for the XFL. Number five, San Diego. Like St. Louis, no NFL team. This only have one professional team right now. That's the San Diego Padres. This is a fan base once again spurned by the NFL because they moved a team out of that city. This is a warm weather city, which would be great for a championship game. This could be where you maybe put the championship game permanently or make it a revolving site. I'm not exactly sure what the league wants to do, but it gives you that option. It gives you another big West Coast market. It uh, gives you an in-state rivalry with a California team. You want to get a little bit of rivalry with some naturally by geographics. It's going to be a little bit hard with only eight teams, but this is a natural one in-state with California. Once again, great weather. Has a stadium ready to go in Qualcomm. Once again, a little bit too big. Maybe there could be a soccer stadium where they could put a franchise in. They could maybe even talk about Petco as well. But you want to try to get into markets where you can feel the team could be embraced. This could be a market where the NFL has left. It's an opening for the XFL to get in there and put a franchise before the NFL makes a decision to maybe even put a team back in San Diego. But if that isn't done by 2020, San Diego is a very good spot for a team. Gives you an in-state rivalry with the San Francisco-Oakland franchise. Gives you another big port city. And it also gives you a warm weather site for either an all-star game, possibly a championship game, if the league decides to do that. Number six, Orlando, going back to the East Coast. Once again, Orlando was successful before, have multiple venues, including the former uh, Citrus Bowl, which is now, I believe, the Outdoor World Stadium. This is a site where, don't forget, they've had multiple WrestleManias, and Vince McMahon has got a good situation with that uh, negotiations. He's had multiple games, I mean multiple WrestleManias in that area. So he knows the area very well. He knows what it is in terms of tourism. Uh, this is a good city too because not only does it give you another warm weather site, it gives you multiple venues, doesn't have an NFL team, but it also gives you a nice another place. We talked about this a little bit with Texas. Gives you a franchise right in the middle of a big pipeline state you have all those major colleges in florida this is going to be a league that they're going to have to find second tier talent that doesn't get into the nfl draft so this could be a good market to look for that young talent that maybe isn't at the nfl level but still wants to continue playing football also would give you a site that could become a draft site and also a combine site this could be a place where you could set up a possible xfl combine Warm weather, big destination, you have all those prospects there. It's kind of like San Antonio, but this could be another warm weather site. Gives you a place for a combine, possibly. And it's a destination, especially if you're trying to appeal to fans. This could be a situation where, especially if you have a championship game, make it a championship week so families could possibly go down, see Disney World, see Universal, make it a trip out of it. So it gives you another site, gives you a spot in a country that really likes football and in a city that doesn't have really professional team outside of the Orlando Magic and they've had success before there in the XFL before so Orlando checks a lot of good boxes for me it's a nice site and it gives you another East Coast team now we're getting to the area where I've had a couple I'm also going to let you know this so these last two it was kind of a toss-up but to me these cities fit 
better than some of the other ones, I will give you a list of two places I think the league should avoid. But then here's some other sites, which could be future expansion. I'll give you reasons why possibly they could be filling. You can maybe mix and match these 7th or 8th. So, but the first six, I think, should be concrete where the league should target. But 7th or 8th can get a little bit murkier. But I do give you some of the other sites I considered and some of the positives and negatives with those. So let's get started. Number seven, Birmingham, Alabama. Now, the league was here before, did struggle a bit in this area. However, this is not, there's no pro team in the area, a big pipeline state once again for talent. It's an untapped market. There are stadiums available. The one drawback to this market is being in Alabama, being with the Crimson Tide, being with Auburn. It does make it hard to get into that market in terms of college teams. But this is an untapped market. There really isn't any professional team nearby. And it's such a football-crazy state, that especially if this is a springtime league, which it sounds like it's going to be, that it would be in the offseason not directly competing against Alabama and Auburn. And especially if this is a franchise that can get Alabama and Auburn players that don't go into the NFL that could give them a niche in that market where fans want to see those players continue to play. So it is an interesting possibility, and I think it gives them another East Coast team. Now, eight giving the last eight spot to round out the East. So in the West, we have St. Louis, but St. Louis also gives you that versatility if you ever wanted to make them a Northern team or even an Eastern team. You could possibly do that. So in the West right now, you have San Antonio, St. Louis, the Oakland-San Francisco franchise in San Diego. In the East, you have Orlando, New York, now Birmingham. The final one would be Hartford, Connecticut. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, why would you put a team in Hartford, Connecticut? Consider this. There's a couple of very good factors for Hartford. Number one, no professional team. Number two would give you a natural rivalry with the New York franchise or New Jersey franchise. Number three, stadium available. Rensselaer Field, the Yukon Field, 40,000-seat stadium. Right around the size you would want. It's an ideal stadium for this team. They've had professional football before in the UFL with the Hartford Colonels. And don't forget, this is also a top 30 market without a professional team. But more importantly, in the most underlying reason, and I brought this up earlier with New York, keep in mind that where is the headquarters for the XFL probably going to be Stanford, Connecticut, where WWE headquarters is. To start of the league, they said that all the teams would be owned by the league. So it would be very difficult to have a lot of franchises spread throughout the country. It would make it easier if you had two of your franchises within the eight, so a quarter of your league, within a two-hour drive of your main headquarters. And it would also give this league a chance to really look at Hartford and New York. If they front-loaded the schedule of those two sites, they could go personally to the games, see what things could be possibly adjusted to make the viewing experience better. So Hartford, to me, made a lot of sense. Uh, close proximity to the headquarters, no pro team in that market. And it's in a top 30 television market. And a great stadium. So it checked all the boxes for me. So I do think Hartford would be a nice city for them. So those were my eight cities. But here are other sites for possible expansion. And two markets I think they absolutely need to avoid. So here we go. Other sites for expansion in the XFL. London. 
this might be very hard to do initially uh, with uh, certain finances, but there's a lot of stadiums over in London, and this has been a market the NFL, they have not been shy. They have been considering putting a franchise in London forever. If the XFL can get into that market first, it would give them the first foreign market for American football, and more importantly, would get into a market before an NFL team. So London being one of the major cities in the world in terms of commerce, putting a professional football team in that city could be a win-win. I think it'd be very difficult to do it logistically in the beginning, but given expansion, I think this should be one of the first sites to consider. Uh, another city would be Boston. Now, big sports town. They are passionate. But here's the big problem. Despite having multiple stadiums with all the college stadiums there, there's a lot of competition. I mean, you're in the backyard of the New England Patriots. And Boston is a market that is traditional. They, uh, they're a city that they've had their teams for decades. And I think putting a new franchise in that city would be very hard because it's about loyalty in that city. So putting a new franchise in there I don't think would necessarily work. Uh, Philadelphia, kind of similar to Boston. I do think it is a better option. Slightly less competition. They do absolutely love their football there. And it wouldn't be directly competing with the Eagles. But once again, they are riding high right now. I think when you look at those cities, it would be very difficult to directly compete with the NFL, the same thing with Washington. They own that town. The same with the Philadelphia the Eagles on that town. So part of the reason this list came up is in terms of the city, it'd be a place you'd want to be with. But if you want this league to really take off, especially in the beginning, you have to find places where fans are going to come out. And I'm not exactly sure it's going to happen in cities where you have NFL teams. So I tried to avoid that with my list. Oklahoma City would be an option as well. They have the Oklahoma City Thunder really doing well there, drawing fans. Portland, Oregon would give you another West Coast team, uh, give Oregon their own professional franchise. They only have the Portland Trailblazers right now. So I think that could be another possibility as well. Uh, so those are my list of all the teams and sites that I do think the XFL could explore. Two cities I would avoid. Uh, number one, Memphis. And number two, Las Vegas, uh, mainly because they've tried to be here before. Uh, Las Vegas did work a little bit, but now with the Raiders coming to town and with the Las Vegas Golden Knights, one of the ideals about Las Vegas in the beginning was there wasn't a professional franchise there. Now there are two. I don't think they'll be able to compete with the Raiders. And then Memphis has always been a tough sell. They had the Tennessee Titans there for a couple years. That didn't work. They brought in the XFL before there. That didn't work in Memphis. I mean, Tennessee, even with the Titans, it's really about the University of Tennessee. That's the first football team there. The Titans are one of the NFL franchises that they do okay. They do okay. And uh, I mean, okay by the NFL standards is very good, but they're not one of the bedrock franchises. And I think it would be very tough to put it in that market. I understand that. You look at the pipeline state there, but Texas, Alabama, and Florida are bigger pipeline states. That's why I focused on them as well to try to get young talent in there because you're going to need to find talent in this league. And if you're going to try to find teams, I mean, you could get secondary players from Alabama, Auburn, and the Florida schools and the Texas schools, and you might have a pretty good young talent base. So I think that's one reason you should target those states. 
try to focus on major markets in cities which have been scorned by the NFL and where there's no direct NFL competition. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember to follow us on Twitter and YouTube, Rich Sports Talk on both of those. And remember, you can always follow, subscribe, and like our podcast and download the content on SoundCloud, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Nolan Rich. So this was our XFL City Draft. We look forward to hearing from you, the fans. Thank you so much for joining us here today.